Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Trust. I trust my intuition. I lean to it almost unconsciously a lot of the time, waiting for that feeling in my body that's given me the right decision I need, the one that is right for me. Although I sometimes forget to do this, or get so far afield I'm unaware this option is even available, I can't remember a time when I didn't know the answer I was seeking was inside me somewhere and that my body would resound with the rightness of that answer. When I was a child, this often meant I might do something foolhardy because somewhere inside me I heard, well, why not? I remember being sent to my afternoon nap on our back porch because it was too hot to be inside the house. There was a single bed where I was to sleep pushed up against the wall that was also the outside wall of my parents' bedroom. They were taking a little nap, too. Being restless, I stood up on the bed and noticed a small window near the ceiling. If I jumped up, I could see my favorite tree outside, the one I spent most of my outdoor time climbing. So I started jumping, and once that momentum started, I just got into it, and before you know it, there was a loud crack, and the slats under the bed broke in two. Panicked and realizing this might lead to punishment, I quickly lay down on the bed and pretended to be asleep. Lying there wasn't so easy either, and the bed, well, it now caved in the middle. Out came my mother from her bedroom yelling, What in the world? I feigned sleep, but I must not have done a very good job because she was on to me immediately. Thus was my desire to follow what might be a fun time quashed, and at a very young age. Later at about four, I asked for a cowboy outfit from Santa. My mother waited until all the other presents were opened before going and getting a big box she said was for me from Santa. When I opened it, There was a cowgirl skirt, a little shirt, and nothing else. My mother was beaming, all excited. I looked at that skirt, and everything inside me screamed, Wrong! Unable to contain my dismay, I shouted, This is a cowgirl outfit. I wanted a cowboy outfit. I won't wear this. In retrospect, I think my mother must have been embarrassed, but at the time... The only thing I remember is that she sent me to my room until I could put a smile on my face. I did come out later, but never, not one time, did I put on that outfit. She finally took me to the boys' department of our only department store and bought me some semblance of a cowboy outfit with rolled-up jeans, the shirt from the original present, and a holster with a toy gun. I was in heaven. This was exactly what I wanted, and every part of me was smiling inside. When I worked as a salesperson for my father's wholesale grocery business, one of my clients was a government-run set of nursing homes in Tennessee. A sadder, more depressing place I have never seen. 
They did the best they could with what they had, but what they had to work with wasn't much. We had just begun selling a fish-shaped fish patty meant for elementary schools due to only weighing three ounces. It occurred to me this might be just the thing for these nursing homes. I talked the director into letting me try them out by saying I would provide decoration for their presentation. I found some blue tin foil to provide the backdrop for this fish entree and was on hand to serve them to the people who lived there. It kind of looked like an aquarium setting with greenery provided by broccoli and other vegetables, and they were delighted. I sold cases to all the homes owned by that company and won an award for getting so much of the product out in record time. Sometimes you just know, you know. One of these seminal moments was the time I arrived in the Los Angeles airport just after midnight. It was my first trip. I was in my early 30s, visiting for the first time to this city, and was to meet my former boss in the lobby after I got my bags. The first thing I noticed were these moving sidewalks, which I smiled at in amazement, looking around for someone to share the thrill of that moment of seeing something so new and exciting. Seeing nobody nearby, I stepped on and was treated to a disembodied voice saying, Step to the right, walk to the left. And I almost exploded with glee. And then, upon exiting this exciting ride, I saw a group of young people in long robes chanting and waving tambourine, and I thought, boy, I have to move here immediately. No one would know who I was or think I was strange in this place. I had found my people, and I still believe that to this day. Over the years, trusting my intuition has combined with knowing I will somehow be taken care of which I have been time after time in many different compromising situations. Striking out alone to hike the Himalayan trail out of Annapurna was not a wise move, but one that turned out well due to an old Nepalese lady who shooed me along until I got to shelter. Doing my first one-woman show in my 50s was not as well thought out as it might have been, as evidenced by my praying for an earthquake just before I went on stage but surprised me with the joy I felt when I made the audience laugh. I had found my niche, one I could stand in for as long as I liked, one that honored a part of me I had been afraid to let anybody see. Buying cars based on liking the way they looked or how the driver's seat felt may not have been an intellectually sound move, but I've driven every one of these cars until they could no longer limp onto the highway and loved every minute of being in them. This photo's confidence in ourselves is something I believe we're all born with. Although life and circumstances can sometimes do their best to make us forget that we have it. I'm not perfect at trusting either my intuition or the knowledge that all will be well. But I'm working hard on getting better because I know I'll benefit from more and more of this as I age. Mostly, though, I notice the lack of benefit when I don't let my intuition have a say. And I can still be momentarily distracted into doing something just because it sounds fun. At these times, my intuition goes out the window. But if I'm lucky, being taken care of shoves up and saves my ass. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. 
Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.